Hello, beautiful ladies. Welcome back to Curly and Elegant Podcast. <laughs> For those of you who are new, I am your host, Janet Almodovar, and I want to encourage you to follow this podcast so you don't miss any other episode. And if you're an Apple Podcast and like what you're listening today, make sure to leave a five-star rating and review so others can find this podcast. Well, that said, today we're going to be talking about Finding balance is key. Yes, you heard me right. Finding balance is key. And you know, when we're in this curly hair journey, don't we hear all the time, especially now, because in the past, people didn't really talk about this, but now you're hearing it even more and more and more lately, right? Protein moisture balance. Isn't that right? <laughs> I've heard this a lot so much lately. And because I got to learn about this, I got to really understand my hair fully and I got to really, I, I don't know, get the best out of my wash days, get the best out of my hair because I've been learning to make, to have balance and to not worry too much about products. Techniques are very important, but when I started to find that protein moisture balance, it really started I really started to see a lot, a lot of improvement in my hair. And you know, that's precisely what I'm going to talk about today. But it's not too much about a hair perspective. It's more about my life perspective. What things were out of balance in my life and how I have been bringing them back to balance little by little. And not back to balance, you know, they were never in balance how I am bringing them to balance <laughs> little by little. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. So stick with me. Before continuing, I would like to encourage you to follow me on Instagram. And there I am constantly active in my stories. And I also share lots of curly hair tips. Just go to Instagram and find me under Curly and Elegant. So I hope to see you there. So when it comes to finding balance is key, you know, I'm going to be talking and taking you all back to my childhood when I started kindergarten back in elementary school. So that's when everything started for me. You know, I was just new in this world. I was drawn in this world, in a world of studying. And then I found myself that I was going to be praised If I did everything by myself, if I would not ask for help, and if I did it right. And I was pretty smart, you know. And when it comes to do things that people ask me to do, so I could do them. I was smart in that way, you know. I wasn't smart in the way of just doing whatever the heck people did. And, you know, the thing is that not that I wasn't smart, is that I wasn't curious enough and you know you have to have curiosity that's very important and very good to have curiosity is good so I didn't have curiosity so I was just focused in doing everything by myself doing it right and never asking for help I was always praised for that and you know you should never 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 praise your kids for doing things by themselves even if they do it right Even if, if, if they're doing it by themselves and not asking for help, 
That's the, that's the thing. It's not asking for help. Because yes, you could do some things by yourself, but if you never ask for help, then you're going to make this kid that in the future is not going to know teamwork. He's not going to know how to look for resources and like when it comes out of the books, like how to go to people and, and look for resources and all this stuff. Because, you know, asking for help is very, very useful. Even rich people to say like that, they don't do that by themselves. They, they get help because they know how to ask the proper pe people. So I was raised like that. I was praised for doing everything by myself, being extremely independent for being a kid and doing it right. Yes. Those three things were the best thing ever. So uh, in my mind, I think. <laughs> so that's how I grew up. And when I had to do teamwork, I hated it because I would end up doing everything by myself anyways. And I was like, what's the point of teamwork if I am the one who's end up doing everything? Why don't let me be me? So every time I had a teacher who would put us in teamwork, which was rare, but there were a few ones in the trial <laughs> in the trial I would hate it because I knew I would end up doing everything by myself because I did not have any teamwork or leadership on skills and I, though they do it to encourage those things they did not teach you how to do those things you know and I wasn't curious enough to be taught to the to do that so yes I would end up doing everything by myself most of the time so I hated teamwork. I was always like, well, I don't know why they give you teamwork if I am the one who does everything at the end of the day. Like, it's not fair. It's just not right. You know, teamwork is very, very important because it teaches you leadership skills and communication skills, which I did lack back then. So, and so with life, I started to put also other people's needs and whatever they needed, I like above myself. And that's something else that I started to put in. Because, you know, on where I lived in, that was being selfless to see it like that. And, you know, unfortunately, that's not being selfless. That's being stupid. When you let other people take advantage of you, when you let other people... Um, when you put other people's needs and wants above you, even though you know that pe person will not ask you, um, doesn't want to, just want to take advantage of you, that's when you realize that you are stupid. And even though I knew I was stupid and I knew people was taking advantage of me and in that manner, I continued doing it because that was the culture I was growing it. It's a toxic Toxic culture, you know, I know that, but that was it. And that's what I was dealing with back at the moment. And on top of that, because I was raised in a religious house, I will not say Christian because Christian person should not think in that way. But I was raised in a religious house. I was raised with the notion that having a mental health was pretty much ha having a demon, you being possessed by demon and... And having a mental health condition, I mean, like having depression, anxiety, that, that a Christian should never have those things. And if you did, you, you was possessed or you needed to be healed in, in a 
and, and when I talk about heal, they, I'm talking about you need it to be exercised. That's what I mean. <laughs> so pretty much that's what's it. So I was growing up with that thing. I was having my problems. I was having depression because of the lifestyle I was leading because I had no balance. And I was having all this anxiety and all this stuff that I kept to myself because I had no, I didn't trust anyone no one I didn't trust. So I kept everything to myself. That's how I, I was growing. And then on top of that, when I started to work, I didn't like my work. But I said, you know, whatever. I think every nobody likes their job. And there's just a few cases about it. And if and they just keep working because that's just life. You should never go like not everybody gets one what, what they want. And you know, that's this what life is for you. That's the life you you have to live. So I was pretty much surviving back then. And my life was completely unbalanced. Like I did not have relationship with my family at all. Like my family would not know anything about me because I will never talk talk to them. As I said, I had no communication skills. I I, I had no connection with my family, even though I live with them. We live together. But you know, that, that, that's what it is. That's how I grew up. So when I started to read about self-help and all this stuff, I started to take care of myself first because I'm a strong believer of you must be well in order to give others like you cannot give love if you do not have love if you do not love yourself and to have love you have to love yourself first and then love others you know you cannot give something you don't have so that's something i started doing i started taking care of myself little by little i started breaking with stupid beliefs that i have that were imposed to me when i was little and i started breaking with those things and i was starting to have a better un understanding of the bible i started to have a better understanding of the world and i started to have a better understanding of the state of human beings and how people were when i was raised and why and i cannot establish an like a very deep like friendship with my friends it wasn't their fault most of the time because you know they got to me and they wanted to be friends with me because they really meant it. But just because of my state of mind, I could not do that. I just couldn't because I was too independent. I was too used to not share my feelings. And plus there were some <laughs> events in my childhood that made me decide to not share my feelings because I understood people just hurted others. And I thought... I just put it that label on anyone who wanted to approach me. I will say never, I will say to me these words, never, never, never talk about yourself to anyone because they will use that eventually to hurt you. You know, those things are things that mark you in life. And even though I wasn't right saying that, because not everyone is like that, you just have to choose the people you, you want to be friends with. That's who I used to be. That's how I thought. And, you know, that's how my life was. That's how it was, honestly. 
And then when I started, as I say, to, to read self-help books, I started to understand that I was not only damaging my myself, but I was making other people, I was distancing other people. The good people that approached me, I wasn't allowing them to come in because of that. And then, and I started to fix things little by little. I started to, I found meditation, which is wonderful for me. It really helped me, you know, meditation was one of the things that really helped me to understand myself, you know, because meditation, you're pretty much listening to your thoughts. You're listening to your why you're listening to yourself. And when I started to do that and I started meditation and meditating, I started to see why things were happening the way they were happening, why I thought the way I was thinking. And I started to fix those things little by little. And you know, now, now I have made a list of the things that I, I need to find balance in and that I have to put a little bit more time in. And when I talk about balance, you know, I refer to, to, to dedicating time of a bit of your time to those things. And I have in my in my balance goals list is the family, you know, dedicating time to your family. Like, yes, you got to dedicate time to your kids, but you also need to remember to have, go on a date like every now and often with your partner, if you have one. You know why? Because sometimes people get married. And this is something I've seen. Like most of the reason people divorce is because they don't have money. Like it's because of money problem. But another big one that people don't talk about is they do not do the things they got together at first. Like when you started going out with that person and you like to be, and the reason you got married to that person was because the relationship was very, very active. Like the relationship was very, like you guys were very connected. Then you guys started to have fights and discussions because I don't know, probably you didn't want to, I don't know, put yourself in the other person's shoes to say like that, because there's another thing in a relationship. Like, the partner, it doesn't matter if it's a man or the woman, you should put yourself in your partner's shoes. Why is my partner doing this? Is my partner facing a problem by themselves? They haven't told me or whatever. Why it is? You just always be curious. Curiosity is very good, you know? <laughs> so yes. And most of the time it's because that fire that was that flame of love, that was impatient, that was in, in the in the beginning of the relationship, you guys were dating, you guys were having fun time together. And now everything is about money, work and the kids, you know, no time for yourself, no time for each other. And that's why relationships too get broken. It's because they don't have the balance in life and everything and a big chunk of their life is covered by either work and the kids or it's just covered by, yes, work and the kids. <laughs> and, you know, they don't have time for each other anymore. So that's why it's important to have a balance in family, have time for everyone. And let's say you don't used to have a connection, well, I don't know, a lot with your brother. When start once, a, oh, I almost dropped my phone. <laughs> once a month, once a week, just take the time to write something to your brother. Hey, how are you doing? I hope you're doing right right now well i hope you're doing well <laughs> uh, 
I love you, sending love to you. And I don't know, thanks for being my brother. I'm very grateful you're my brother, you're my sister. You know, those things I've been trying to work little by little, starting with my most immediate family and then working out to my most extended family. But I'm trying to work that out because I'm not the best at sharing my feelings. You know, you might think I am because I am sharing my feelings here and I'm sharing them very well in Instagram. But, you know, the reason of why I've been doing that is because the Instagram community has taught me a lot. That's when I started to understand, hey, I'm, I'm not even communicating with my family and I only allow them. And, you know, that's something else. The reason of why people took advantage of me, it wasn't their fault. It was my fault. Because I allowed them to do that. You know, I started, I, I, with time, I have recognized that everything that happened in my life is my fault. Good or bad. Good or bad. I, and I mean, there are things that, of course, are out of my control. Like, if, if somebody raped me, or if I get kidnapped, or those things, men, I'm not gonna say that that was my fault. No. But let's say... If I am in a toxic relationship and I let my partner not only hit me once or twice, I let them continue with that. You know, that is my fault. Because even though I'm not in the right mindset and I'm not in the right mental health, because it's another thing that has a big role, I am the one who is low at it. And right now, with all the help there is out there for victims of domestic violence, I am able, I am the one who has the power to walk out. And you know, sometimes those victims of violence, they come back to their, to the person who was making the violence to them. They go back and they have received mental help. They just wanted that relationship because that's what they want. You know, I've always said, uh, there's a difference between love and accession. You know, love is a choice. Obsession is also choice, but you ha you're obsessed with that person. You know, that's something, I don't know, for some reason you get obsessed with that person. But, you know, love is a choice and you choose to love or not. And when I hear people saying, oh, I just don't love that person anymore, you know, love went away. You know, that's something I find it so stupid. And I'm sorry if you feel offended, but that's stupid because you choose to love that person. You know, when you get in love with a person. That's something that gets in your feelings and all that stuff. But loving is something completely different. Loving is a choice. And that's why you find couples who last for so long. And they are happy because they're couples who last for a long time. And they are in a really unhappy relationship. But I'm talking about the ones who are happy. It's because they have choice to love. And, they, and with that choice, like, they have found that they can't actually take care of each other and find a way to solve the problems because you know love is a choice and because you love that person and you choose to love that person you have to work together it's not a one person uh, job to do everything in a relationship that's why it's a relationship it's a thing of two and love is a choice you know you don't choose to be with a person just because you are blindly in love with that person. You know, being in love, like being enamorated, and that's the word we will use in Spanish. And 
Because that's the thing too in, in English. They use love for everything. I love this ice cream. And in Spanish, there's a difference between I like and I love. And we'll use I like to say I like ice cream. Oh, I really like ice cream. But I will, we will never say I love the ice cream. Well, we will say, but it's not usual. Like It will be something that is really like that you really love, but it's not usual. We usually say, I really, really, really like ice cream. I like it so much, but we would not use love because there is a difference. And even in Japanese too, that's something I was on, on studying too. Japanese, you will say suki when you like something and ai when you love something. And they will always use suki. Even when you, um, when you are telling a person, I like you, in English, you, I will say, I love you. But in Japanese, he will say, hey, I like you. I like you a lot. Suki. Suki, suki, suki. <laughs> so they will use that one. And they will only use love when it's very, very powerful. Like that's a completely different thing. <laughs> But I wanted to bring this difference because love is a choice. You choose to love. And then when you choose to not love anymore, that's when people say, I love, love got lost. I, I don't feel love for, I don't love you anymore. I don't know when that happened. It's because you choose to not love that person. And sometimes it's because you're too caught up in monotony, in routine, that you forget to build that relationship, you know? Love, you have to build it. Marriage is not a full package that comes with love, patience, patience, I mean. And I don't know, it comes to whatever, care, nurturing. No, it, it doesn't come with anything of that. You know, marriage is a box and you put it in. You receive a box. When you get married, you receive this box and you have to put it in. The love, the nurturing, the care, you know. And this is a problem why most couples get divorced is because they don't understand its basics. You know, when you're in a marriage, you don't have a package, a gift. It's not given to you the love. It's not giving you for you to you the care. No, you guys receive a box. Yeah, when I got married to my husband, we received that box. But if we weren't putting love in, We weren't putting care in. We weren't nurturing our relationship. We wouldn't tr put in a little bit of wood to make that flame of love. Like keep it alive to put that passion. We wouldn't be here. We would have been divorced. But since we know that those things aren't given to us, that we need to put it in the relationship, that's why... Our relationship's been good. And it's perfect? Not. It's not perfect. But we're still working it out, seeing how we can keep it up. And you know, something that I found is that we have we haven't been dating like by ourselves a lot. So that's something we're starting to do back again. Because dating is very, very important, you know. Once you get in a relationship, it's not once you get married, you stop dating now. You're still dating throughout your whole marriage. 
is always dating. You're always dating. You're always having this fun time because it's not a one-time thing. It's not that they give you a gift and they might give you, I don't know, an energy drink, a boost of energy drink in the first three months. But then after those three months, you start seeing all the imperfections of that person. Oh, this stupid is so gross. He doesn't, I don't know. My husband doesn't do that, but let me see. Something that bothers me that my husband does. Oh, this stupid sucks. He doesn't flip them. That bothers me a lot. <laughs> Because when you're washing the clothes, then you have to flip the stupid sock or he left left it in like a bowl or something. So I'm always fighting with him about that, but I'm not gonna think about that when it comes to this stupid never does that. I'm I'm gonna leave him. Or he's so gross just doing that that. No, I talk it out with him. And he was doing that in the beginning. And sometimes he forget, but he's been leaving, starting to do it because he knows that bothers me. And then there are things that it bothers him that I do. So he tells me, and you know, that's the thing is communication, you know, communication, talk to each other and build the relationship. Remember the box that is given to you in marriage is empty. You need to fill it up. It's not that it's going to be given to you as a gift. No. You need to build it. So yes, it's pretty much work in your spiritual. Work in your fun time, you know, because life, not everything is going to be serious, a routine and all this stuff. No, have fun. Allow yourself to be lazy. You know, sometimes it's good just to sit down, watch Netflix all day. That's fine. As long as you're not doing it too much, you know, because that's the problem. When you're doing something too much, everything in excess is bad. And then working yourself, work in educating yourself too. And of course, work in your job. <laughs> so find balance in all those little things. And I still build in that list. Those are the things that I have so far. Family, spiritual, fun, myself, work, and education. Those are the things that I've been trying to find a balance in. Try to put in time every week, every month, every day, whenever it is, depending on the whether it is. But I'm trying to not do something too much because when you do something too much that's when the problems come when you're too independent when you are too dependent yeah when you're too much of something there is a problem there because automatically when you are too independent you're not dependent at all and you know sometimes especially in a relationships You need to be a little bit dependent. Like with my husband, I need to sometimes, you know, hold my horses and say, you know, even though I can open this can of, I don't know, spaghetti sauce, let make him feel like the stronger one in the relationship. Honey, I can open this. Can you open it for me? <laughs> so that's what I do. I just allow him to, I don't know feel that I am dependent to him because, you know, there are roles in a relationship and, you know, not everybody think about it and believe in this, but I do. I believe that woman has a role and man has a role. And no, 
women are not weak. I'm not talking about that. But woman has a job, men has another. And unfortunately, the work, the job that woman has, men cannot fulfill it. And the work job that men has, women cannot fulfill it. Especially when there are kids in the middle of this. When there are kids, women are supposed, according to the rules, to raise that kid educated and take care of the house. And men are supposed to provide to the family. That's how it is supposed to be. I know, into the relationship and in today's world, sometimes economic, because you know, money is necessarily. You cannot stay home. But if you can, and you're a woman with kids, believe me, you raising those kids, you educating those kids is going to help the kid develop way better. And when I t- I'm talking about taking time, because sometimes mothers are in the house and not doing their job as a mother. And unfortunately, you cannot have it the other way around because the woman is the one who births the kid, you know, it's very difficult. I will not, and I, I feel so bad for the woman who has to work and has to bear a kid in their belly for those 10 months or nine months or however months it is, you know, because it's difficult, you know, there are mental health and hormones, things that comes up when people have kids, like woman has a kid. There are physical things that comes up, you know, the feet swelling, tiredness, morning sickness, and all this type of stuff. You know, it's not easy for a woman. So I believe that's why the roles come into place. Yes, that's why feminism back in the day stepped up, not to ask for the 50-50 it is asked today. It was for giving women the opportunity of becoming whoever they wanted to be because women were not able to work back then. Women were not able to vote. Women were not able to fulfill or fulfill their career. They could study because back in the day, women could go to school, but since they didn't work, there was no priority for them. And on top of that, and they were not allowed to fulfill their career. And, you know, that's why feminism stepped in, you know, allow me to do this, especially women who have already raised their kids. Allow me to take on my career. Allow me to do this. But it wasn't allowed in the past. And that's why feminism came in and said, you know, I want to have a choice. I want to have a choice. Now the feminism that is today is messed up to my understanding. Like there's never a 50-50 in a relationship, especially when a woman is working and is the one who's providing. Hey, are you going to tell me there is a 50-50 there? Even though, yes, a man is taking care of the house. But you're the one who burnt the kids through 10 months and then you had to work on top of that. Men doesn't have to go through that time lapse. And that's why there are roles. But, you know, you might disagree with me. This is not a popular opinion, but this is my opinion. And this has kept my relationship in a very good shape because I have allowed my husband to be the provider. And yes, I have my hustles and my business to say it like that. I, because, you know, hustle. When you when I talk about hustle, then I don't take it seriously. So I will talk about my business to the side. I do my 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 little works here too because I don't have a kid. So I can work too because I don't have a kid. 
But once you have a kid, that kid needs dedication. That kids need time. And that's why mama is there for. You know, there are things that papa cannot do. Not even in their dreams. Mom is built differently. That's why it's woman power, right? <laughs> so, yes, it's pretty much I wanted to talk about. There's always a balance that cannot be disrupted. There's always a why things were the way they were. And even though the things weren't were 100% good for a woman, because that's another thing. I remember in the past, men used to take up all their frustration in their job in women and they will mistreat them mentally, physically, they will abuse them, them, whatever. And that's why feminism came up to is to make women understand they have also the opportunity, the choice of walking away from a relationship. And there was no problem with it. Because I remember back in the day, woman who was a divorcee, it was a really bad image in the society. And yes, yeah, for men that was never the case. But you know, there is always a reason of why it was like that. The only problem was that because there is never a balance. You know, that's the problem it is. Back in the day, the balance was men being too, and I will say it in Spanish, machista. It was too, I don't know how to say that in English, machista. It was like too patriarch, this patriarch thing. They were too men abusive and put in their manly, whatever. That was the unbalance there was in the past. Men being too much. And now the unbalance there is today is women being too much. Men, can't we go in the middle? <laughs> That's always the thing I ask myself. Men, can't we go in the middle? Can't we be in the middle? Like, men, stop being too much. Women, stop being too much. Let's go in the middle. There's a balance, you know, when you work things together. There is a balance. And you know, balance is key in every aspect of our lives. And when we are not balanced, when we're having too much of something, we are not taking care of something in our lives. You're, you have too little of something. Believe me, when you're having too much family, most of the time you're not taking care of yourself and your spiritual and your education. When you're having too much of spiritual, most of the time you're neglecting your family and even yourself. When you're having too much work, most of the time you're neglecting your family and your spiritual. When you're having too much education, most of the time you're not taking care of your family, spiritual work, whatever yourself. Whenever you're having too much of something, you're always, always, always neglecting something else. And that is a problem. And that's why balance is key. So I really hope you enjoyed this episode, and which is number 11, actually. I'm really happy for that. And I really hope you have a wonderful and beautiful, beautiful day. As always, I want to remind you to follow this podcast so you don't miss any other episode. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, I would love to see that five-star rating and review. And if you do so, DM me a screenshot of the review at my Instagram, Curly and Elegant, and I'll give you a shout out there and in the next podcast episode. Keep on sharing, beautiful. See you next Sunday. 